Welcome to the WP SEO Show, brought to you by SEO Hive, your proactive white label SEO partner. The WP SEO Show is all about talking WordPress and SEO, from optimizations, structures, setups, and plugins. We explore how to make your WordPress website perform better in the search engines. Here are your hosts, Pete Everett and Jeff Patch. Well, hello and welcome to the WP SEO Show. I am your co-host, Jeff, joined here by my co-host, Pete. Hello, Pete. How are you this lovely day? I'm very well, thank you, Jeff. I'm getting over a bug that my son brought home from school. And uh, yeah, well, you spoke to me like 48 hours ago. And I, honestly, after our call, my voice just gave up. I ended up spending talking like this for the rest of the day. <laughs> So uh, and like halfway through, you're like, oh, I'm kind of. Th- should we record today? And I'm like, no, you sound terrible. <laughs> I was so pleased that was that was a no. And just to uh, you know, j- just to sort of add salt to the wounds, I've come in today to to do this recording, and my good camera isn't working, so I'm on my cheapy little Logitech thing. So yeah, hey, so if I look grainy. Well, some people would say that's a blessing, but there you go. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> you, you? You sound better, but you look worse. So go figure. You know, that, it is thanks, what man. it is. Uh, I'm good. I'm usually one, the one that's complaining about being sick and sniffly or whatever. And I got nothing today. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> well, of course, you've got your, you've got your special Thanksgiving kind of haircut thing going on. You know. You're, oh you're, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, actually. Thanksgiving did I I think I was still pretty disheveled on Thanksgiving I I, looking back at the video I edited the video from last week and I was like oh boy I'm really glad I got a haircut finally but yeah the uh the the missus um wanted to do family photos or her mother wanted to take family her mom's a photographer so she got like her whole family together she's like oh we're doing family photos so I had to shave and look presentable and I thought it was like like eight or nine of us, like and we got over to their house for this, and there was like thirty people there. Like <laughs> so many people were there. I'm like, do we have to take pictures with all these people? But no, we were in there like an hour, and, and now you guys get to look at my fancy semi-shaven face. There you go. There nobody, you go. nobody cares about this. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Nobody does care. But anyway, it's good to it's it's good to it's good to talk. It's good to share a bit about what's going on in life, the universe, and everything. So, and guess what? Say. We didn't start this week talking about the weather, which was what was going in my mind. And now we are though. <laughs> but now we're talking about the weather. The other thing, let's skip over the weather. The other thing let's that dawned on me while you were talking was that. So, so when we're recording these things, for, for those of you listening, literally before the show, we say, okay, who's starting it? You starting it? I'm I starting it. And some weeks it's me and some weeks it's, it's Jeff. And the thing that strikes me when I'm doing it, which I could see going through your eyes, was I'm saying the word co-host quite a lot. Mm-hmm. We need, we need to find a better intro. So if anybody's got any any sort of oh, we, we could ask ChatGPT, I suppose. But if anyone's got any good suggestions of how to introduce us without using the word co-host and co-host quite a lot, then that would be quite handy, I think. Cause... Yeah, write us a better intro. We're down for it. I don't <laughs> mind at all. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean to actually get semi-serious, I think that that's a reflection on our business relationship and friendship and everything because even when i say like i don't want to say i'm the host of the podcast because i'm not i would say you're more the host but i also wouldn't say you're the host. like you know we're both we're pretty equal here and then the same thing with the business right like i hate saying oh i'm the founder of because i'm a co-founder like it just it doesn't feel it feels 
like I'm doing you a disservice if I say I'm the founder. And then if yeah. I'm the co-founder, it doesn't feel serious enough. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, I, no, I completely agree with you. I kind of get around it by saying, uh, you know, so um, I work with SEO Hive that I co-founded with or, you know, mm-hmm. his Jeff Patch, Jeff Patch that I founded seo hive with kind of thing and you, you can get around that a little bit but it's just it was just interesting as i was sitting as obviously it was your turn to start and uh i i i could see you having the same thoughts and sort of panic that goes through the back of your eyes just as you're hey w- welcome to the wp seo show i am your co-host jeff and then you realize <laughs> you've got to say co-host again in just a minute and then and i'm joined by my co-host and it's like well obviously if i'm a co-host he's also a co-host and anyway, now we've spent four minutes talking about co-hosts. So, um, yeah. Unfortunately, anyway. though, sorry, I'm, I'm interjecting or cutting you off, but we do have some housekeeping. And that is, instead of asking everybody to go and write a review or five stars and iTunes or anything like that, I'm going to thank the couple that we've got. You linked me last night to the review, to the page. We've had some reviews on the podcast. I didn't even know they've been there for a couple of weeks. And so I'm embarrassed that I haven't even looked at it. Didn't even, I just wasn't expecting them, if I'm being honest. I read your message at like 2 a.m. last night. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw that and I was I couldn't get back to sleep. I was so excited. I was so happy. Made my day. Thank you. Well, you Thank should you. have said because 2 a.m. your time is like 10 a.m. mine. I, I, I was awake. I was at work. You were you know, awake. We, we, we could have yeah. done this like hours ago, but hey, there you go. Well, yeah, but then I would have been doing the podcast like this and nobody wants for that. Everybody likes my normal chippy demeanor. Chippy? Chippy. I don't know. Chippy, chippy, right. Okay. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Extra points if we can get the word chippy into the introduction of the podcast. Perfect. There you go. Hey, Pete, guess what? What? We have a show to talk about, to do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm pleased you went for that segue because I'm thinking, i got nothing here. <laughs> well, today, today we, we're talking all about paid discovery. Um, why it's a good idea. How to do it kind of, or, you know, advice on how to do it. Maybe not a, a defined agenda, but how, you know, how we would approach it. And uh, how we have approached it. How we have approached it, indeed. Um, so, well, I mean, where, where do you want to start? I mean, what is paid discovery, I guess, right? I mean, we should probably clarify that just to make sure. Um, I probably have very poor definitions, so I'll start and then let Pete clarify my my poor definitions. But... I mean, I think it's as simple as, right, it's getting paid to figure out if you're going to work with a client or not. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, and I, I don't look at it from a, from the standpoint of like profiting. I look at it as a way to maybe have a client put their money where their mouth is and also cover your time to determine, you know, to do the work that's going to go into figuring this out. Well, I think ultimately, I think that's really the key point, which is that doing what we do, you know, if, if you're selling SEO to a to a client and if you're if you're not an agency that's listening to this please don't tune out now because it might help you understand a little bit about how agencies put their pricing together and to determine what's fair and what's not but and it's bigger than seo sorry yeah and that's that's true we'll talk about it in the context of seo but it is bigger than seo but doing what we do requires a background level of understanding to understand the true scope of work it's not as easy as saying, oh, well, SEO costs X because you don't know where you start, where you've got what, you know, what the definition of success is, so where you're going to finish and um, what the competition levels are like or all of that kind of stuff. You, you need to you need to figure that out. 
And it's not really fair on the agency to have to do all that work unpaid. It's also not really fair on the agency to do that work and then discuss it with the client and basically give away that strategy for free. But then, as, as you mentioned, it's also important to make sure that the client is serious about taking this on and, you know, that, they, that they've got some skin in the game, et cetera, et cetera. So hence, hence paid discovery really does sit as a very good kind of medium for that to happen. Yeah, I'm sure my I've lost the terminology, but I can go I can think back to college and taking a I took a class on persuasion, which sounds real slimy. <laughs> but you you don't realize how much of our day-to-day lives just as like I'm not even talking about as a business person, just as a consumer, like we are being manipulated or persuaded or marketed to. It's all the same thing. Um, but there was a big one and that was when you can get a and I'm not even trying to be like sleazy sales guy, but when you can get somebody to cough something up, it makes them feel invested. You know, yeah. if, uh, if, if they pay even just $5 to enter a club, they're probably going to stay at that club longer than the ones that are all free on the on the street. Like that's a really stupid example, but it's probably true. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's absolutely true. And look, I mean, this, this works in a whole load of different scenarios. We all know that if you run a free webinar for, for something and you get hundred people to sign up, if it's free, uh, only a very small percentage of them will actually turn up on the on the day and time of the webinar. If you charge them $10 for it, whilst it's not a lot of money, it's not really about you profiting out of it, a far higher percentage are going to turn up because they have paid for it. They are invested in it with you. And all of a sudden you have a more meaningful discussion because you've actually got people that want to be there rather than people that just, well, I'm free at Tuesday at two. So yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, it works in lots of different ways, but that's, that's basically the premise why discovery is a is a good um a, a good sort of mechanism to have the other thing we have mentioned this before i've talked about how through my agency in the uk if, if i'm selling seo i very rarely sell seo to brand new clients um that's because selling a retainer whether it's seo or development work or copywriting or whatever it might be selling seo uh, selling a retainer to a new client is a bit like getting married on the first date there's a whole load of kind of stuff that you need to make sure fits in order for you to have a peaceful life whilst you're running retained agreements and therefore i i sort of don't do that uh, at all if if somebody comes to me for a project and i like the client then we might talk about a retainer if somebody comes and they are looking for a retainer i say well hang on a minute are we you know let, let's just take a step back we'll uh, we've got a couple of processes we need to go through first we'll run those as one off uh, we'll all make sure that we're all happy with how this is working and who's working with who and then subject to that yes absolutely we can talk about a retainer so that's um uh, that, that's just my kind of way of looking at things and by doing that i have far less a far lower churn of retained clients than i did before i put that process in yeah it i've seen and and again outside of seo just in in other areas too i have seen time and time again the ones that kind of come in blazing but not actually doing any discovery or doing any sort of auditing or whatever they leave just as fast they can leave just as fast yeah and uh, I mean, you know, you might, maybe it's just that, that style of, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, well, if they, if they come in that quick, they're going to, they could possibly leave in the same style, but they didn't, they didn't get invested. You didn't do the work. They, did, they didn't get invested. And I'll tell you the two scenarios that happen most, if you don't run paid discovery, which 
and both of them burn the agency. One is that, uh, let's face it, all the work that you do in the discovery has to be done anyway at some point. So if you don't have the discovery phase, what happens is you end up doing that within your first month of your agreement, but also doing the first month of the agreement's work as well. So by the, the first experience, the first experience the client has of working with you is they are they see this like massive groundswell of work happen then you get to month two and all of a sudden well you've done the discovery work so now you're just down to the deliverables that the client's paying for and the experience to the client is well hang on a minute a a, a while ago you know last month they did all of this on top of what they've just delivered now and instantly your service kind of seems like it's it's not as valuable as their first impression was, if you see what I mean. So that's the first the first thing that can happen. And the second thing that can happen is that agencies say, right, well, we're going to do all of this stuff free in order to get the quote correct to give to the client. Then they'll have the meeting with the client and the client won't like the price, but you've already given them the consultancy, which they'll then take somewhere else and say, oh, well, we don't need the keyword research and we don't need speed tests and we don't need this because I can provide that on email. The previous agency that we were talking to uh, provided that. Um, and all that you're really doing then is making it far easier for the next agency to do their pricing and get, you know, argue a price that may or may not be agreeable with the client. As I say, both instances, you get burned, but you're leaving yourself open to either of those scenarios happening without doing a discovery process, be it paid or unpaid, but without doing a discovery process um, first. Of course, as I say, we always suggest that discovery processes are paid and that your time and your strategy is paid for as a as a product um now that doesn't necessarily mean though that a discovery session is a sales session that's that's different uh when we've discussed this in the past we've talked about having a goal for the discovery session and having a purpose to the discovery session so the goal ultimately is that you will agree on a strategy so that you can provide a quote for a an SEO retainer. That's your goal. As the agency walking into the room or connecting to the Zoom call, however you do it, that's your goal. But that's <laughs> not actually what you're here to talk about right now. What you're here to talk about is to put a strategy in place that the client, because they've paid for it, could take somewhere else. Because of course, once they've paid for it, yeah, it's kind of up to it's kind of up to them what they do with it. However, the way you're going to deliver this is in such a way that you prove that you know what you're talking about. You are the trusted expert. You're now invested in this together because they've paid for it. You've put the time in for it. And at the end of it, because they're so delighted with what you've done, the discussion about the the SEO retainer just becomes the, the next formality that's going to happen. And, you know, before you know it, everything's agreed and, and off we go. That really is kind of the the plan. But it yeah, you've it's not a sales session. It's not a session to sit there and pull up all of your case studies about, well, we did it for this client. We did it for that client. This this client's now turning over nine figures. And when they came to us, they were only doing seven. It, that's a discovery session isn't the forum for that kind of stuff. So you do need to be aware of what it is you're actually entering into when you join a discovery call. Yeah, you know, we, we started by basically outlining that, you know, it's a good way to figure out if a client's a good fit, but it's actually an even better way to demonstrate your expertise. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, this whole came up because just the other day I was reviewing a, a, a presentation that Pete put together for one of our clients, and it was just so jam-packed with exactly what we're talking about that it, it blew me away, even though we've done many of these and I've seen many of them. It was just like, You're too man, this is valuable. <laughs> 
<laughs> <laughs> and what? <laughs> but but the but the whole point of it was it's like what you were saying there. You didn't give away. You didn't tell exactly what has to happen. You just or you didn't say what need what they need to do. You basically outlined the general what's happening, where the problems are, and how we're going to approach them. It wasn't here's the solution. You can implement it by clicking this. That's not the, that's not reality. It's a, <laughs> you know it's going to be a, a multi step process. And you outlined it and you were able to describe it. And it's boom, there it is. You know what I mean? Great value for a low cost and. Um, positive that will work with them for a long time yeah that's uh, and, and that that's it it it, it, it all has to be rooted in reality it's it's essentially a situ- situation report but it's it's you being paid for your time to put that situation report together so that you have the understanding of what is the current state of the website you know how healthy is it is there any dev work that's needed in the background you and i once had a client if you remember signed up to seo hive for uh, our content pathway and they signed up a one-page site with no blog and we had to go back to the agency and say that's great we can take the money off you each month but where are you going to put this content that we're creating for you and uh hey presto we gave them a refund uh i don't think they ever did come back but uh it was yeah that, you know. i think that was like a, it was like an html it was like literally a page it wasn't even there was no <laughs> wordpress no blog functionality or whatever i mean like like we can solve problems but that was a little yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's a little beyond the scope of what we uh of, of what we do but you know it it is that I, I mentioned that as kind of an absurd example, but it is that kind of fact finding. What What is it you're going to be bringing into your business? What are the tools you have to work with? Because let's face it, if that if if we were an agency and somebody brought that to us, wanting us to start generating content, the discussion would be, well, that that's fine. We can we can look at content, but before we do that, we have to build you a blog. So we either need to rebuild the entire website, which in this case is one page, but into a platform that that we can blog through, like WordPress. Or we need to build something that's going to sit alongside this and host it on a subdomain, and the costs would be this x, y, and z. Um, so you know you can't you can't always take it as a given that just because somebody's asking for what you do that they're actually equipped to for you to begin. Um, so you know so so you find that out. Also, I mean, if you're niche specific, then you might have a better understanding of competition levels and, and that kind of thing. But again, you know, we work with clients in multiple niches across uh, well, across different countries. So we do need to do some research to find out what the competition levels are, what uh, you know, what are the other factors that people are doing to improve their rankings. Who, who is it that we're up against? You know, if we're if you come to me and are selling trainers and you want to go up against Nike, that's a very different scenario to somebody that's selling you know local made bird tables out of a particular type of wood and he's only going to sell them in a particular area where these trees grow so you need to you need to know all of that before you can even contemplate putting together a, a schedule of work which will inform the price that you you agree with the client now <clears throat> one of the you know it should have had my i should have had my thought prepared a little bit more before i decided to just jump in there didn't i Pete? Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody's noticed. Just keep on going. No, 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 no one's noticed. No one's noticed. So <laughs> one of the things we do is we include what I call a low risk offer. And that's the, that's the basically it's a coupon and that's a way to get them back. 
Do you want to kind of elaborate on that or kind of some? Yeah. Well, I, I, I've, I have done this with discovery sessions before. So the, well, let, let's use, let's use SEO hive as the, as the example here. So in order to help you with discovery sessions, we offer scout reports and they offer you five different reports, um, which, uh, will help you run your discovery sessions, health checks, keyword research, backlink audits, um, speed tests, and current rankings. They're the five scout reports that are included. Now, if the, the the way we run it is to say, so there's a cost to the reports. It's not very, it's not very expensive. It's $97 at the time of recording. And if you then come back and onboard the site within two months, we will give you a $97 discount off that, off that order. So essentially you, you know, if, if you onboard the site with us over a period of time, the, the, report is essentially free and you can do exactly the same with your paid discovery session you know here's the discovery session this is the output we will put together a strategy we will put together a, a specification document and alongside that we will provide a quote for work um now if you come and you know if you agree to the if you agree to the the proposal within x length of time then what we'll do is we'll discount the cost of the discovery session that you've already paid off your first month or off your you know we'll split it by three and offer it off the first three months or however you want to do it that's entirely up to you but you're you're then also giving yourself a competitive advantage because actually in there's a psychology to selling stuff and people thinking that they're getting money back or getting money for you know uh, getting money for getting a discount is a hook which obviously gives you an advantage if they do start shopping around for other prices oh yeah but if we go to them don't forget we'll get two hundred dollars off for the first three months so there's a psychology to this stuff that that helps helps can help you um retain clients and can help you you know um uh, move on to the next step of the proposal now of course the other thing with this is if you do the discovery session it turns out that you either don't like the client or they're gonna you think they're gonna be a, a royal pain in the rear or you, you you there's just no chemistry you just wouldn't enjoy working with them then guess what you just you give them the strategy they've paid for it and off they go you just never give them the proposal um so there's there's no reason for them to come back they have you know they have uh, in fact you might even send with the with the reports, you know, just an over letter or an over uh, covering email that says something like, we don't, you know, off the back of the discovery session, here's the strategy. This is what you need to do from a technical standpoint. However, you know, this doesn't sit within our skill set. So we would recommend you look at X, Y, and Z agencies who may be able to help you further. We wish you well. And, and, and they still got plenty of value in that. They've still got plenty of value in it. They, they've got exactly what they paid for. Plenty of value. They should have nothing but good things to say about you because you've been honest with them. You've delivered the value as you said you've helped them on their journey and they're now more equipped to talk to other agencies which you may or may not have recommended um because they've dealt with you so it's, it's still a very professional situation to be in but you may have just dodged a bullet yeah <laughs> i was going to say you know you, you started that by talking about uh you know maybe if you don't click with the client you don't like them or whatever and i was thinking I usually like them, but <laughs> I'm oh, more I've worried met, about, is their site a like, piece of junk? or I, I've, I've met people I don't like. <laughs> you know, I used to be known as, I used to be known as easygoing. And then when I started working for myself, it, I very quickly realized that I must be, I must have some Marmite elements to my, my character. Cause some people, some people have genuinely hated me. I had <laughs> one guy, I was working for an agency and uh there was 
this guy came in for his retainer meeting. Now he wasn't, admittedly, he wasn't one of my regular clients, but I led the team. And the guy who uh, who looked after him on a day to day basis wasn't wasn't there for whatever reason. He was on holiday or off sick or whatever. So I took the meeting. And uh, the MD also had something to talk to this client about, which was completely unrelated. But he said, I'll pop in at the end of the meeting. I'll be hanging around. Um, just give me a nod when it's the end of the end of the meeting and I'll pop in. And our boardroom was all made of glass, glass, like three glass walls. You could walk all the way around it and just see in. I hated it because there was always somebody <laughs> behind you pulling up on your face. Um, but uh, the anyway, <laughs> this guy... This guy asked some questions about Google Analytics and uh, how to get some reports for this and how to get some reports for that. And I can't honestly remember exactly how the conversation went, but I did just say, I did, I made some comment about, oh, well, you just have to do this. It's like, get this and then remove it from that. And this guy saw red um, and absolutely stood up in his chair, banged the table, was calling me every name under the sun, certainly names I'm not going to ex- uh, repeat on a, on a recorded podcast. Um, most of them had four letters in and, uh, the, <laughs> anyway, the, the MD was literally walking past the door, dove in and said, Pete, I think you best leave. And it's the only time I've ever been kicked out of a client meeting, <laughs> <laughs> but that guy hated me. I'd only, I'd only been in the room with him for like 40 minutes and he hated me. Absolutely hated me. Um, so needless to say, I, uh, was given a very wide berth on that account for the rest of my time at that agency um they didn't leave they didn't leave because of me uh, i have no idea whether they uh, <laughs> i have no idea whether they ever said that they never wanted to hear from me again they did the md wanted me to write a formal apology to them and i refused because i thought i thought it was unacceptable that he'd flown off the handle at me in the way that he had done to somebody that he'd never met before but uh yeah that was yeah, that was it. So I must be must be relatively Marmite. Well, this explains point. why I get so many of our clients asking if they can deal with me instead of you. I didn't know. I thought it was just based on time zone. What's going no, on? See, what, what happens is all the American clients want to speak to the guy with the British accent and all the British or European clients want to speak to the guy with the American accent and the Aussie <laughs> clients just don't care which one they get. they're they're restricted by time zones and they'll take what they can get (laughs) yeah absolutely depending on which side of australia they're on can determine whether they're dealing with you or me so apart from if they're dealing with you you're like you can be like 20 hours behind them so well time travel it's weird hey happy new year still new year's eve here oh man um That's uh, it's actually kind of funny. That's not exactly how it works out. I, we actually do tend to have the people in Europe book with Pete and the people in the States book with me. And then Australia is a coin flip. I think that does literally is what I said. It's, they're just like, that's the yeah. closest to my time zone I can deal with. You know, it's because when yeah, I but- see like meeting times that you have, it's like 4 a.m. my time. I'm like, yeah, no, no one's booking. <laughs> no one in America's booking that. Well, that's that's the thing. So but so, so we use Amelia as our cal- calendar plug in on the on the website. So when I get the email notification, it says the PST time, the Pacific time. Oh, yeah. So I'll get the email notification saying, like... yeah, because, because, well, because that's the time on the server. So I'll get, I'll get an email saying that so-and-so has booked a call with you at like 4 a.m. just to realize that when I actually open it in the calendar, it's 12 noon. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
took me, took me yeah. a few emails to get the hang of that one i'll tell you <laughs> the scheduling and booking and time zones is uh is a thing i've i've gotten in a habit of like clarifying the time zone in every conversation that i have like well not a conversation but any type of you know negotiation or whatever like i play nerdy segue but i play some games or whatever and i'm in a few tournaments and we have to figure out when during the week we're gonna do well i actually play in the east coast bracket even though i'm in the west coast because i would rather play at like five o'clock my time than eight o'clock which is family time tv dinner you know what i mean so yeah. i'm always like hello uh how about this time p or est and like i so i'm just like all over the world now and i've always been so bad at that until this like last year all of a sudden and just <laughs> ah, time zones <laughs> but no uh, genuinely i mean i don't i don't look at at our calendar bookings and think oh they've chosen me because they like me or they've chosen you because no. they like you it's they europeans have chosen me because that's generally going to have more overlap with their working day and americans i would presume choose you more because of the same reasons rather than anything else if if i am wrong and you're a customer of ours and you listen to that are you listening to this thinking no i chose jeff because i prefer jeff please keep that to yourself uh, that's not something I need to know. However, if you've no, chosen you, you me, you can tell me. You can tell me. Don't tell Pete. Though. <laughs> and if you've chosen me over Jeff, then please send that email. That's uh, hello at seohive.co and just put FAOP in the uh, subject that way. I actually wish it didn't ask who you want to book it with first. I, I think that's kind of silly because it's it, to me it's all about the times and I don't know. I, Maybe we're we not going to get just... it ranting about Amelia right now. <laughs> Maybe we should just put like our time zone in like as brackets at the end of our name just so that people that might be a wise thing to do that's a great idea look at us solving problems while we're recording a podcast now to give this week's shout out to carl van dusen he did say (laughs) that we should uh we should just record our team calls which actually is now what this has turned into so uh, a little bit a little bit (laughs) there you go kyle shout out to the show you know since we're on the subject or on the, the topic or whatever since we're doing shout outs as we wind this down there are a couple um you know really simple easy to implement into your agency products like this that we're talking about and that's because we provide a couple of them first one would be our scout reports that we talked about our we also have our local seo audits and our technical seo audits and those is we've kind of talked about them more i'm not going to get into big selling our services on this right now but you know those are things that you literally can order from us and get all the info that you need to help you know solve that or have that client meeting and and, and hopefully sell them but also on an unrelated from seo for the most part thing i want to give a shout out to my friend clifford our friend clifford almeida and my web audit because that's another great product um that you can do to to provide these for you know if you've got website clients maintenance care plan things like that that's a great and a really good um you know client presentation that gets created when you when you do yeah. use their service so they, they have a really good tool i'm sure there's plenty of other ones out there too so feel yeah. free to add yeah. in my web audit let great. us know my web audit is great. <laughs> absolutely absolutely but my web audit's great and yeah good good i uh, good idea giving a shout out to clifford because he's uh he's a top guy as well absolutely lovely human being met him a couple times um what I like, not to sell his you know service all the time right now too, but what I like about that is is the like I said the presentation, and it doesn't just go into the technical stuff. It does go into technical stuff, right? And and I can do that by going in the back and saying, well, your WordPress is out of date, and you've got some malware, or you've got you're at risk for this. And I can do all that, but what I'm not great at is making that presentation that highlights the more important things. And it's not the client doesn't care about their WordPress version or whatever. They care that 
oh, you've uncovered there's no call to actions on these pages, for example, or our, our hours aren't on there, our phone number is not on there. I mean, little things that get missed all the time that you can demonstrate that value that you can find and, you know, maybe fix for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, actually, you have, there is maybe one thing that we have not talked about. If I, we can just bring this into disco back to discovery as we're sort of coming into land, yeah. which is one of the key factors you do need to understand with the client is what their commercial goals and objectives are. Because again, if they're like completely off the wall, you know, if they want to go from a, a four-figure business to an eight-figure business in three months, the reality is that unless they go viral somewhere on YouTube, that that's just not going to happen. So you need to understand what their what their commercial goals and objectives are in order for you to put the strategy together as well. So the discovery session, because it can become that level of open discussion, you know, you can talk about how much their average orders are, how many orders a week they're getting, how many are new customers, how many returning customers, what's the what's the web providing for them already, or do they have other other channels of sale? If so, what are they? All of those kind of things, because that that really helps you uh, formulate another part of the strategy. And I, I'm only mentioning it now because it was something that we we sort of we glossed over in, onto uh, onto other things like booking plugins and whatever a few minutes ago uh so yeah I, I didn't want it to, to be forgotten the the part of the discovery process is is not just the the tactical delivery element that comes back from from you to the client should things move forward but it is understanding how this how what you could, will do will affect the client's business and whether they have the capacity to deal with it whether they have the the staff to deal with it whether they are in a place to deal with it or whether there's other bits of work that need to be done first in order to uh, in order to allow that to happen. Yeah, I was trying to think of a. I'm going to forget the exact specifics, but we recently had a client that signed up and then found out they were like going to be traveling through Africa for like six months or something, something really weird like that. And I mean, it was cool, but it was like, well, probably not the good time. And if we would have discussed it a little bit more ahead of time, we would have known that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, we we had a client that um, they built playground equipment for like nurseries and play play areas and that kind of thing in uh, in town. I want a playground. That sounds fun. <laughs> well, I, I can fix you up with the with a number for a guy. I don't know what the shipping will be to uh, to Southern California, like, but we can. Sure. Uh, I'm sure we can cross that bridge. Um, but so they they make this stuff bespoke. And it's all based on a honeycomb. Very, very good for the SEO hide brand, actually. Uh, all based on a honeycomb <laughs> kind of mod, uh, model, and you can have modules that fit together and this, that, and the other. So basically, because they make it to order, because they didn't have any warehousing, they'd, they'd spent all this money on these plastic molds. So when you placed an order, they then went into production. And I had this meeting with these two guys, one of whom was significantly older than the other. And I, I'm, my read on it was the older guy had put the money in and the younger guy was the brains. That was my kind of, uh, my, my kind of read on the, on the room. Might be completely wrong. But uh, anyway, I, I asked the question, so okay, so if I place an order today, when can I expect delivery? He said, well, if you place an order today, it's a 14-day turnaround on the, uh, on the thing so you can have it in 15 days so 14 days with us then we'll deliver it next day okay great so if i place an order today and then you come in and place an order tomorrow when can you have your order and the old guy said oh you can have it the day after you because it'll be 40 and the guy next to him said no no it can't work like that because the molds are tied up for 10 days on the first order 
So your 14, the second person's 14 days can't start until day 11 of the first, of the first order, if you see what I mean. And, uh, and he, the guy couldn't get it. So, so right, okay, so we figure that out. So you're now looking at, let's say, delivery within four weeks. So if I place an order today, you've placed an order tomorrow. If you then place an order the day after, when can your order be delivered? And uh, we, it just, it just showed very, very quickly that if we went and drove a whole ton of traffic to this site and got orders for playground equipment, he was going to have a whole load of PDOC customers very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so the outcome of the meeting wasn't that they needed an SEO retainer from me. The, the outcome of the meeting was he needed more molds or a yeah. warehouse <laughs> where he could build this stuff and store it to deliver. You guys need to um, figure out your infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. And whilst that has nothing to do with SEO, it's just good business advice, business sense. The work we do affects people's businesses and we would be doing it wrong if we send so many inquiries or so many sales through their doors that they can't handle with them. So we need to make sure that there's the economy of scale on their side of things to accommodate the increase that we're that we're anticipating sending through. Yeah. You know, at, at SEO Hive, we don't require sites that we onboard to go through an audit process, but we, you know, we've discovered things when they have signed up and we've discovered things before if we did do, if they did do an audit. Um, and we've got no qualms saying politely that it's not, it's not right. We either, we're not the best fit for you or you're not the best fit or you're not in the right stage. We've got no problem saying that it feels terrible. I'm, I'm not a person that likes to say no, just generally. I hate yeah. saying no. no um, but I always feel so much better when I can kind of pull off that bandaid and say, look, you know, this, I've just got to be honest with you. It's not the best fit for whatever the reason is. And here's what I recommend. And that's, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if you know what happened to that company afterwards, but hopefully they took that, they learned from that meeting. They went out and, you know, <laughs> they ordered a bunch of extra molds and, and now they're super successful. But, you know, if it's, I mean, we, we, we like I said, we don't mind saying no. And also that's, you know, thankfully we're in a position where we can do that. And I know some people aren't, but trust me, you're better to say no than to say yes if you aren't sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, it, it's a, it's a key thing to, it's just being responsible. I know it's not fun and I know everybody wants to see their businesses grow. They want to see their clients' businesses grow, but there's, I was going to say there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. That's not, that's not entirely true. There's lots of different ways to do that. But what you need to make sure is that the work that you do doesn't back your client into a corner that might negatively affect their business because that's just completely counterproductive. You may as well have not got them the sales in the first place if they're having to refund people and deal with bad reviews. So, yeah, I mean, it, look, you're right. We don't, you, you could go and just onboard any site with us. But if, if a site comes to us that hasn't been through an audit process, guess what? Within the first few days, we're actually doing the audit of the site. And if it's not a good fit, we will approach that agency partner and say we don't think we can work on this because of x y and z so is there a plan to address that if not we'll give you money back and that's that's it that's it we're done um and just because we can't it's not right for us to proceed in some instances we don't do that very often i mean the no, vast no, no. Of times i, I think i'm thinking like twice one, like, yeah, i was head, gonna like, say yeah. i think we can count on one hand the number of times it's actually happened and, and, and we talked about one of them earlier <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's but that that's partly because we've structured our products in such a way that whilst we don't have an official discovery session, we have there's a logic to our products. We have clients we've worked with for years, some that we've worked with from the start, that when they get a new lead come in, buy a set of scout reports. So we already know at that point, 
you know, before they're on monthly fees or retainers or anything like that, whether it's going to work. And we've, I suppose, educated our clients that this is the way our process works. You get you get a, a scout report, you get a tech audit, you get a local audit, you get the results of that, we have a chat about it, and then there you go. That's, you know, if, if we're good to proceed, you know what our offering is. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then at the same time, we've, we've got a lot of agencies that are super equipped and really knowledgeable and they do a lot of that themselves and boom, they sign up and they're all ready to go. So, you know, a lot, they're doing that, their own version of it. You know, they've got yeah. their own paid discovery or their own process and, and, and they, they can check it off. So, and that's fantastic. And I, in either situation, these relationships work very well and they can, they, we see them last longer than, than other ones. You know what I mean? It's the data is you can't deny it it's great it's absolutely absolutely uh yeah completely clear when you see the the effect that it has on a business over a number of years and i realize that the second half of this discussion has been far removed away from the paid discovery it could just be discovery but just to drill that point home the strategy that you provide should never be given for free you know it, it that's not you take your car to the mechanic he will charge you a diagnostic fee to find out what's wrong with your car that's exactly what you're doing here it's it's like a diagnostic what is needed what is the situation all of that work that knowledge that expertise that you bring to the table has value and you need to be able to be recompensed for that suitably i think we're done i think so i feel like we've uh we talked about that one exhaustively <laughs> well i tell you what i can just just start to feel my throat starting to go as well so it's a good uh it's a good time to to wrap up but there we um, go no i think it's i think it's been i hope it's been worthwhile it's been fun uh certainly been more achievable today than it was two days ago for my throat and i got all yes. the way through it so there you go yeah i'm glad you're feeling a bit better <laughs> Cool. Well, look, it's been it's been cool. And uh, if you need any information about the services we offer, it's all on seohive.co. Or drop me and Jeff an email at hello at seohive.co. Or you can book in through our calendar, which is on our contact page at seohive.co forward slash contact. And you can tell us whether you prefer me or Jeff when we get on the call. <laughs> uh, um, is this going to be our last podcast for the year? I don't think so. I think we've got another no, we got one weeks. more. Okay. I think we got one more before the end of the year. Okay. Never mind. I will not say Happy New Year to you guys all now. Say Happy New Year. Although now you mention it, uh, it probably is worth mentioning that we are gonna, we you know, we're, we're gonna go up towards Christmas, but then we're gonna have a break for a couple of weeks over Christmas and New Year and enjoy some downtime with our families, and then we'll be back in January. So, um, yeah, but it's been it's been really cool doing these podcasts for the for the last. We started in September, didn't we? So, like yeah. the last quarter or so, last third of the year. It has been really cool, really blown away, and I just I saw in your. Uh... Your, your your personal brand email today you're talking about that and just kind of why didn't we do it sooner <laughs> yeah well it, it really has been like that now we're so this is episode 14 so yeah now we're uh now we're 14 episodes in releasing those first ones did feel really weird i don't know how you felt and i've had a podcast before you know i've done 175 shows of a different podcast but this one felt strange being out there in the big wide world but so big 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 time imposter syndrome but it's gone well you just got to do it it's a, everybody says you know you just whether it's podcast or whatever it's just rip that bandit off just do it and it it works itself out i'm sure those first ones weren't fantastic i know the videos weren't great but it didn't matter we've pushed them out there we've got people listening and if they're not perfect they're not perfect but we're sharing some good insight we're having fun we're meeting new people it's great we are indeed we are indeed so 
by all means, reach out, say hi. We'd love that. And uh, if we can help you with your paid discovery, you know where you can find us. SEO stack. We'll see you around. The WP SEO show is brought to you by SEO Hive, your agency's proactive white label SEO partner. We understand that finding a reliable SEO supplier is key to ensuring you build stable monthly recurring revenue into your digital agency. At SEO Hive, we have a suite of products that will help you sell, scale and deliver your monthly SEO retainers, from our scout reports and one-off technical boosters, to our flagship local SEO and honeypot plans, all of which have clear pricing and monthly deliverables. If you want to explore how SEO Hive can help your agency deliver high-quality and reliable SEO agreements for your clients, you can find more information at seohive.co and schedule a call to discuss the next steps.